From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild, comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly. I got to say, love the name Max. That's my my puppy dog's (laughs) name. Uh, Who have just recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs. It actually makes learning pretty cool. Yeah. Now, I listened to this with my son, and it was so fun to listen to. I loved how modern it was with a cool ant that they really dug, and like they dealt with bullies. Uh, My son also enjoyed all the math involved. Like He thought it was really cool. Well, and I have to say, I love anything that brings learning and fun together for kids. I really, really wish that something like this was around for my teens when they were younger. We would have absolutely devoured this on our car trips. It would have been amazing. It's perfect for kids ages six and up, and new episodes drop every Thursday. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom podcast. I am your host, Joanne Crone, joined here by my illustrious co-host, Brie Tucker. Why, hello, hello, everybody. How are you? Uh, we, illustrious. Illustrious. Ooh. Isn't that a great adjective? We are illustrious. Getting, we are getting fancy this morning. You could have your word of the day every Tuesday on the No Guilt Mom podcast with what I call Brie. <laughs> I know, right? Like figuring out really amazing adjectives that make people feel good. Yes. Spreading the good feelings. Spreading the good feelings, which is really important because we're in the holiday season now. Oh, I know, right? And this um, is like crazy time. It is crazy. It, it makes me crazy, honestly. Like the holidays bring up so much stress for me because um, my birthday is next week, um, which I always, I love it, but I also feel like slightly guilty celebrating it because there's so much other stuff going on in the holidays and like trying to get people over for a party is horrendous in December. I know, I know. And you have it double. So like, first of all, happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> but second of all, your daughter's birthday is in December yeah, too. Yeah, she's 10 days after mine. And she has a big one this year. She's turning 13. She's turning 13. I'm turning uh, 40. Yes, you both have a big one. It's yes. a big one. Well, I wasn't going to announce your age. I am so proud of my age. <laughs> I'm so proud of my age. I think I've always, from a very young age, taken myself extremely seriously. And I don't like that other people didn't take me seriously because I was so young. And now that I'm getting older, they're like, oh, she's older. I have to listen to her. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's just how it it is. So I'm very, I'm proud I'm getting older. Uh, I have nothing with my age. I think I've, I I look back and I've accomplished most of the things I wanted to accomplish by this time of my life. And now I'm just looking forward to more. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, but you're right though. Like coming back to this, like December is a crazy, crazy month. It's if crazy you month. like any holidays that, that you celebrate and like and right now we're airing this actually right before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. So well, you American have American Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, American Thanksgiving. So you have like all of this stuff going on. Like if you're if you're your your typical American, I'm gonna say you probably have Thanksgiving, which is gonna bring on family. Yes. Family stressors right there, cooking mm-hmm. stressors. Yeah. Then if you're one of those people that enjoys the holiday shopping deals, you have Black Friday coming up. Mm-hmm. You have Cyber Monday. So you have all the stress of trying to make sure that you're at the right place, getting the right thing at the right time, either being That's online a lot of or in stress. person. That's it a is. lot of stress. I think I shut down when it's gift shopping stress because you know how <sighs> I feel about stuff. I and do. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to participate. I know. You, <laughs> you do a much better job than I do on this whole minimalist thing. I don't but know then if it's a better job. <laughs> I don't know if better is the right word. <laughs> I think it's just ignoring my 
issues. You're right. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say ignore it. But anyways, I mean, it's still, it's a lot of stress. And then like you just said, then then comes December. Yes. All of the parties, all of the things to do, like, you know, wanting to cram everything in to that little bit of a window. It was almost like when we had COVID last year and we didn't have to do all this stuff. It was a breather. A, a breather. It was a bit. Which it makes you wonder, like, are we doing too much? You know, what's funny when you say that? I feel like this year I have some stuff I have to make up for because I didn't get to do it last year. Like so my, my you, annual party. So you feel even more stressed than usual. I'm a little more saying. stressed than normal this year. That is correct. I think yes. that I think that's happening a lot, like especially to moms in our balance group when we did our training on uh, getting like having a stress-free holiday season. This issue came up of getting ready for the holidays. And um, one shared with us about all of the gift lists. I know, right? And she was talking about how that was causing such a stressor, which we both understand the stress of gift lit, of mm-hmm. gift lists. But hers went even deeper that we found a lot of people when she shared, they started nodding in agreement that they have the same problem. Yeah. So if you, when you're listening right now, do you get stressed out when you think of all the gift lists that you're going to be responsible for this holiday season? And we're yes. talking about like... <laughs> Like when extended family and relatives is like, what do your kids want for the holidays? Oh, I hate that. I have gotten three text messages and two emails. Oh my yes, gosh. mom and dad, I am calling you out on this one. I get them from <laughs> my parents as well. And the stories I hear too, I know this is really, really common, but when you have uh, an extended family member who's just like, oh, just buy the gift for me and put my name on it. Oh like, my, I hate that. I hate that. I, I, I'm I, like, what? No, like getting things and dealing with stuff is my worst nightmare in the entire world. I cannot take on someone else's as well. But also I would be kind of upset later if I found out that my grandmother never gave me anything. Yeah. That it was always my parents that bought it. I got to admit, I'm a sentimental person. That well, would kind of, that would kind of ding me a little bit. Well, we, ouch. We always gave my dad a hard time because my mom would wrap all of the presents and do everything herself and then sign it from mom and dad. And we're like, right? dad really did you buy like it went so far it went so far that my mom would buy a Christmas present for herself wrap it for herself and sign it from my dad and he would still be just as surprised on Christmas morning yeah he'd be like wow I didn't know I bought you that I'm like and my sister and I called him out on it and dad if you hear this you better not still be doing that but no (laughs) I love you so much get mom a Christmas present oh my gosh Um, (laughs) yeah but if you answered yes to like any of these or if you're like yeah that happens we have some tips in this episode to free you from that guilt and the responsibility and to do it in a way that makes you feel good so let's do this Bree, we've been using this for a while this organizing app designed just for families cozy yeah i was gonna say cozy my favorite app in the entire world that is phenomenal. And on top of that, in our family, like every time we have anything going on, Miguel will now be like, let me add it to our cozy app. And yes. like, within a minute or two, I get my ding. And I'm like, there it is. I love it. It was even named a must-have app for a better life by the Today Show. I'm not surprised at all. And it helps you like organize everything. It helps us over here. My daughter's insane dance schedules where there's like just her dance classes. And then she has extra dance rehearsals on top of her dance practice. And then she has dance performance competitions on top of that. Like it is such a headache. And then student council on top of that. And then like Spanish club. And she, oh, she gave up cheer. So that's one thing. (laughs) But and then like all the clubs, like it is a full-time job 
job just keeping her schedule. And so what Cozy allows us is every single member of the family can use the app and they can add their own like appointments and things that they need to be picked up for right there and be responsible for it. And that's what I love about it. And you know, one of my favorite things that goes above and beyond with Cozy on that, like, cause you could use any calendar to mm-hmm. add those things in there, but Cozy will even send you an agenda. So every Sunday night, I get an agenda of all the things that's happening that week with my family. And it tells me exactly who has to be where and when. I love it. And it's really cool because you can even pull in events from your family's like personal work and school calendar. So you don't have to like use Cozy as like the separate thing. It'll pull things from everywhere. I know, right? No writing things two, three, four times. Yeah. It's perfect. So it is completely free. Just download Cozy Family Organizer from the App Store. That's C-O-Z-I to get the free app today. Hey, we start a big week next week at No Guilt Mom. It is it is my birthday week. I know. It's going to be like, so somebody's having a birthday. Hey. We are going to celebrate. And to celebrate, we are offering really, really big deals on our products. Like stuff that we have never marked this low before. They're each available only a day though. But it's it's like huge, Brie. So, so how is everybody going to be able to find out how to get these amazing birthday presents from you to them? So you need to be getting the No Guilt Mom newsletter. And to get that, sign up. We have a link in the show notes. And you're also going to get our happy parent checklist as well. But that is how we will let you know all of the great things going on next week for my birthday and now on with the show you want mom life to be easier that's our goal too our mission is to raise more self-sufficient and independent kids and we're going to have fun doing it we're going to help you delegate and step back each episode we'll tackle strategies for positive discipline making our kids more responsible and making our lives better in the process Welcome to the No Guilt Mom podcast. So this gift situation and managing gifts is like one of the biggest stressors, I think, for parents during the holiday season. Oh, yeah. And no matter how old your kids are, it I would say it's especially stressful when your kids are very little mm-hmm. and they're still learning to write or they really don't know how to, to do the gift list thing. And and first of all, let me just come, kind of throw into this. Like, we're not promoting everybody's kids being materialistic. No. We are just facing the honest truth that chances are this time of the year you celebrate some sort of a holiday in your family that's going to involve gift giving. I think that's a really important point to make because honestly, I get cringy when my kids are like, time to make my gift list and everything I want. And I'm like, wait a minute, we need to give to others this season and I need to get them into some volunteer opportunities and we could do like Operation Christmas Child and like all these things because that, I think that's a huge fear. That's a huge fear for me as a parent. I think it's a huge fear for a lot of us, but we have to face the fact that for many, many, many families, there has there is going to be some degree of gift giving. And 90% of the time, in my opinion, and this fact I'm just pulling out of my own head, it's not, it's not legit, but I think it might be legit. My, my gut tells me it's legit. The 90% of us moms are the ones that are responsible for all of this gift giving for all of our family members. How how do we get stuck with that? Like how how does I that think it was happen? passed down? It's been passed, passed down. down from generation to generation, and it's a gift that I don't want anymore. I want to talk I'm to throwing the manager. It back. This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. 
So, Bria, I remember this one time I was in a bike race around Tucson, and uh, I wasn't paying attention. We were riding down 4th Avenue, and there's railroad tracks, like streetcar tracks, and my bike's tire, like, went and wedged in to the railroad tracks, no! and I totally fell down and just, like, skinned my hands, everything. Ugh. I had nothing with me, nothing at all. And it's that times where you want a first aid product and you have nothing. And (laughs) active skin repair utilizes a molecule called hypochlorous acid. When applied to the skin, the molecule works by mimicking the natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. I've used it on my son's mosquito bites and I wish I would have had it the time I totally scraped up my hands. Oh, I hear you. Like whenever I go paddleboarding, kayaking, I'm always trying to find something that is like an all-in-one that I can take with me. And active skin repair could be used like that. It can be used to treat cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, which makes it suitable for all skin types, all parts of the body, like eczema and acne-prone skin, all of that. With over 500,000 happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and ingredients so safe and clean they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest, you now have one simple solution for all of your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order. Use code NOGUILT. Hey all, it is Joanne and Bree here and we want to tell you about a podcast that you should check out. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Uturbe and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And in this latest season of Understood Explains, it covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and it busts common myths about special education. We actually just listened to the episode, IEPs, Does My Child Need an IEP? And here is what we loved about it. I loved that it was so digestible. Like it was such a short episode and all of the topics, which could be really confusing to parents, were easily explained. And I loved how they gave great concrete examples because you know how much I love me a good example. They explained what kind of services and supports you could actually see on a child's IEP or individual education plan. And they explained those acronyms that nothing drives me more crazy than when there's acronyms and I don't get it. I don't know what it stands for. They took the time to explain everything in so much detail and to cover concerns that a lot of families have about special ed services. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Or just click on the link in our show notes. About that. <laughs> like, can I put on my Karen hat? I would like to talk to the manager about <laughs> us being responsible for all the gifts. <laughs> well, wait a second. This is the cool part. We have been telling everybody we are our own managers. Yes, we are. Yes. Yeah, so we actually have a solution for this for you yes. people. <laughs> so we have some tips to make gift like organizing the whole process much easier this year, even if you've already started with massive gift lists and everything. And uh, number one, what's number one, Brie? Well, I think the biggest thing is, dude, have your kids make their own gift list. Yes. Yes. Like don't like the the thing that stresses me out is when I have to hunt down what my kids want for family members, for extended oh. family. 
they're like, what do your kids want? I'm like, I have no idea what my kids want. <laughs> so it helps to have them make a gift list and write down everything they want beforehand. It also, I think, has an added benefit because it's not like they can be adding on to their gift list all the time and like telling you, oh, no, tell grandma that I want this one instead or tell like, no, that won't happen. It's just the gift list is it. Yes, yes. And so some of you out there, I know you're going, wait a second, my kids are really young and they don't know how to write. They can't make their own gift list. Nay, nay, I say, nay, nay. (laughs) If they are really little, you can still have them make their own gift list. Like they could draw pictures of what they want. Mm -hmm. When my kids were really little, we would still get like the the newspaper and those catalogs would come out around the holidays. Mm -hmm. And we would just let them practice their fine motor skills of cutting with a pair of child safety scissors. And then they got to work on glue sticking them onto a sheet of paper. And Mm. like that was their list. And I would take a picture of it and I would email it or text it out to the rest of the family because as much as I loved my five and four year old, they weren't able to handle that (laughs) level of technology themselves. I think that's a great activity for kids. And like to add on to that also like if your kids want to verbally tell you and you're writing down the list right beside them if they're pre-scissors and pre-glue age like mm-hmm. you can still have talks with uh, younger kids Ooh, videotape so, them videotape them that'd be cool yeah I'm, I'm all about figuring out a way where I don't have to do any writing that <laughs> you know this about Brie if there is a way to save me time yeah I am on it man there's I am a, on it. Time is a big commodity for me. I, time is a big commodity for me too. Yeah. There, one of my um, my friends, there's a day, December 6th, it's called St. Nicholas Tag. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. So in Germany, it's like San Nicholas Tag because Tag is day in German. It is when kids put shoes outside their doors. Oh, you've told me about this. And they're either um, greeted in the morning to like a little surprise or toy or coal. It's by the Kronken. I forget the name of the the. the like creature but it's a great way to get kids giftless because they leave them in their shoes the giftless in their shoes for quote-unquote saint nicholas otherwise known as santa to get their gift list and they get like a little toy in return so if you need a way to get your kids gift list and have a deadline on that gift list you could use saint nicholas talk to do that i love that december 6th Mm -hmm. okay and so like another thing too is that when they get older they can um, be doing our next one, our next, next little tip. One, yeah. So, so if you've got a kid that that is old enough to use tech, this is really a good a good hack. And I think. I think kids younger and younger are getting to use tech. Like we did this last year with my seven year old. Okay, it's teach your kids how to make an Amazon gift list. Yes, and that doesn't mean that it has to be from Amazon. No, but it does help because it, it you can find almost anything on Amazon. Yes. And for for those family members that are maybe a, like me, they're very visual. Like you can tell me I want a, um, oh, I don't know. You can tell me that you want a, a red hoodie sweatshirt. Fine, whatever. But if I can actually see it, I, I get a little bit better of an idea of what exactly it is you're looking for. So that's why like the Amazon list is so great because grandma, grandpa, anyone else like that's visual like me, you can actually see the picture too and be like, oh, that's what they want. And they could click and buy it right there and they could even get a gift wrap by Amazon and sent directly to the house. So if Ooh. you have relatives who are asking you to gift wrap things, you don't have to anymore because they get sent in an Amazon gift wrap bag and it is the perfect solution for them. And you know what we found was really important about this last <laughs> year when my daughter was using it for her birthday list. Hmm. It's important that your kids know what sizes they are. Yes. Because somebody might have added some stuff to their list and, and listed adult sizes when they still oh, weren't no. an adult. Oh, no. So they may 
they have gotten some adult sized things. And I'm like, huh, okay. So when they came in, of course, I was able to walk my daughter because she was a tween and more than capable of doing this. I walked her through the return process. Which is a great thing to learn how to do on their own. Yes. So she was learning how to return something. Like she was all upset. I'm like, it's not the end of the world. There's this thing called returns that you can be a part of. Mm -hmm. So she did that. And then I also said to her, like, so what is something really awesome we learned about this? And she's like, I don't know. Just tell me. I don't like it when you're trying to make me guess my life skills. Guess your life. (laughs) I'm like, all right. So what we learned was it's important to know your sizes. Yes. And now I can tell you that girl, anytime she adds anything to a gift list for somebody, she makes sure it's the right size. Well, it's like mistakes (laughs) are the best teacher. And when we let our kids like make those mistakes, they're more likely to remember them. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's important that they know what their sizes are. And if you're doing it, with them, just make sure again you have those right sizes because that that'll happen. Yes, definitely. Well, tricky. And I suggest only picking one place to have a gift list. There is no need for you to have multiple gift lists at multiple locations. Yeah, it's not a registry here, it's people. Not a, like it's okay. <laughs> I think we add more stress on ourselves because we so want our kids to be able to get the things they want, like to be able to give them those things they want. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like keeping gift lists for multiple places, keeping spreadsheets of keeping track of like which relatives are going to buy which thing, it is just added stress because we have another solution instead of doing a gift list at another place. Bree, what's the third thing? Mom, I'm talking to you on this one. Are you listening, mom? Because I know you listen to the podcast. Gift cards are totally acceptable. <laughs> Your mom doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. Gift cards. She doesn't believe that gift cards should count as a gift because yeah. people need to unwrap things. Oh. And my point is sometimes gift cards are great. Do you know what my family does? Because my mom also thinks people need to unwrap things. She gets one of those clothing boxes and she tapes the gift card to the bottom of the clothing box and then wraps the box so you unwrap it you're like gift card I think that is completely acceptable yes totally my mom doesn't but I agree it is (laughs) so I'm just gonna say like we need to set that boundary that these are okay it's okay and you know what I can tell you the truth the older your kids get the more likely they're gonna want gift cards yes because they want to have that freedom of buying stuff for them for themselves and again it's a life skill it really is letting them go out and figure out how to do these things on their own yep so say they really want like a Lego set that's not on Amazon, they could request a Lego gift card. And they don't need to request that from you. If they talk to a family member, they're like, hey, I really want a Lego gift card. And multiple family members can buy them gift cards to the same place. And then they could buy something a little bigger and pool all their money instead of having a lot of separate things. You know what's also awesome about gift cards right Mm -hmm. now? There is that whole talk about how we're going to have all these shipping delays happening and they're already Uh, starting. Yeah. Yeah. Gift cards don't get delayed. Yeah. That is true. So a gift card gets there on time. Doesn't matter if that Lego set that they're trying to buy takes three months to get there. You know what? Uh, What is it like? Time makes the heart grow fonder. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> they will be fine waiting to get it once they get it. But they, they they got the gift card. That's it's all that matters. The anticipation. <laughs> the anticipation. Bring that amazing. Rocky Horror picture show. Oh, yes. Okay, that's where you're going with that one. I like that. <laughs> so number four, duplicate gifts happen and life goes on. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have an amazing story about this. Gonna gonna go back into the Brie Vault for this one. The Brie Vault. I like yeah. going back there. Okay, I think this was like my fifth 
birthday. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember this. So I had this birthday party and, um, you know, great 80s birthday party at my house, whatever. And I had gotten this glamour gals were a thing back then. Uh-huh. I don't know if you ever had them, but they were like, like little tiny Barbies. Okay. Anyway, so I had glamour gals. I was really into them. And um, a lot of my friends knew that. So like one time I, I, I opened a gift and it was a glamour gal like holder set. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Two people later, open the open a gift, same Glamour Gal holder set. And I'm like, oh, I got one already, but thanks. Third time, oh, man. I got a third one. <laughs> that one, I actually handed back to the kid <gasps> and said, here, I already have one. Oh, my mom lost her mind. Oh, my did. gosh. Like, she just, she has this thing when she gets upset. We always, like, joke about how, like, her lips disappear and her eyes get real big. And, like, she stared at me and her lips went away. And I was like, oh, crap. What oh, God. I do? And then she comes over and she, like, uh, she's like, one second, guys. And she pulls me aside and she's like, you don't do that. You tell them, thank you. You got a gift. It doesn't matter if you already have one, two, or three of them. You graciously tell people thank you, and then we'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get to have three. Maybe I'm nice enough to take you to the store and exchange it. Who yeah. knows? But you never, ever make somebody feel bad about a gift that they gave you. And Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics, depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. At five, I got that. 
(laughs) went back over, told my friend I was so sorry. And, you know, whatever. Party went on. We were five. Nobody's feelings were hurt at the kids. Yeah. But it was an important lesson that I learned. And and going forward, I can tell you, I've always been, thank you so much. I don't care if I have 15 of something. I'm still going to be like, thank you so much. It's about that is about having gratitude, being gracious, and having good manners. And it's a life skill that your kids need to learn. It is. And they won't learn if they never get duplicates. That's true. So duplicates can happen. Sorry, and, long story. Well, but. no. But now in this day, of, like there is a way for it not to happen too, is gift receipts people can include with gifts. So yeah. it's nice because that was not a situation in the 80s. I know right? disappointments <laughs> happen too with gifts. Like yeah. it's okay if they don't get what they want. I remember one birthday, my son got this Paw Patrol gift set. Like he used to be bonkers over Paw Patrol. I remember. He loved it so much. He was like, uh, what is that? Ryder needs us. Like he would just (laughs) say that phrase over and over again. Um, And then suddenly when he got into second grade, it just went away. Paw Patrol down, Roblox, Beyblades. Like he was into those things. Well, one of our family members bought him a Paw Patrol gift set for his birthday, not knowing that he had made that sudden shift because it was very sudden. He looked at it and he said, thank you. And you could see he was holding it together. And he went into the other room and the boy cried. And I was like, oh, buddy, like this. But it's such an important lesson for kids to have. So they may cry. They may be disappointed. But at that point, I came and I told him, I'm like, that is totally okay. It's okay. They didn't know you didn't like Paw Patrol anymore. And knowing the family members really well, I I told them that I was like, yeah, he was a little disappointed because he's not around Paw Patrol. Like I knew that they would be okay receiving that. And they would actually prefer receiving that because they want to get something to him. Right. Exactly. There's certain people you can do that with for sure. And I love those people because trying to maintain this whole aura of everything is perfect and everything is wonderful is exhausting. And so when you're able to be honest with somebody especially about a gift it's it's great it's freeing yeah it is i mean and like and when it comes to the whole duplicate gifts like again there's so many lessons you can learn we're yeah. talking about like lessons about being gracious, gracious and having manners but i mean like maybe another lesson you'll teach your ha- you you do in your household is if you get duplicate gifts the duplicate gift gets given to charity. Yeah. Maybe it's something like that. Like, But the point is you have to go through that experience to problem solve it and to learn those life lessons. And you don't learn them if you don't have that experience. Yep. Being gracious, but also like being honest with people who are close to you and not feeling you need to hide your true self to prevent others hurt feelings. This is a really touchy topic, but I think it needs to be said because a lot of times through the gift season, we are constantly trying to protect other people's feelings, protect our extended family members' feelings. That's why the multiple gift lists happen. That's why we have spreadsheets charting what everyone bought because we're so trying to protect everybody else from this disappointment and unhappiness. And what it does is causes stress and anxiety for you if you're trying to manage all of this. Like you, again, people, you don't have to do all these things. You don't. don't. In fact, with the whole gift lists, if you if that's something that you've done before and you want to change that, you can announce it to your family members. Be like, hey, guys, I know that I usually do gift lists, but this year I'm not doing it. I totally appreciate that you want to give my kids all of these wonderful things. And here's how you can do it. Amazon list link. Amazon list link. Yep. (laughs) And for those, because I will say this too, like in our case, there was another Christmas too where my kids got the exact same gift from both of their grandmothers Mm. because 
Well, both of their grandmothers loved QVC. And there was a great sale on something that my kids genuinely loved. And they both got them the exact same gift. So, all right. After that, what we learned was we gave a separate list per per the grandmother's request once they found out that happened. Mm -hmm. We gave a separate list of items to one grandma and a separate list of items to another grandma. Mm -hmm. Again, we're telling you, you don't have to make these lists. Your kids can do this. Your spouse can do this. Whoever else you're helping maintain lists for, they can do it themselves. But that's just another little tidbit suggestion I'm going to throw out there. You can have separate lists for separate people. So that way there aren't too many of this whole duplicate thing. We also had this conversation with my son when he was turning six. We were like, maybe you should tell like different people different things that like don't tell everyone yeah. the same thing and he he got that right away at six and he's like okay I'm gonna tell Mimi and Opa I want this and I'm gonna tell Nana Pop I want this and I'm like yep see they get it so they, they get know. it they, uh, they can do it on their own but all this leads us into our tip number five yes what is the most important thing for them to know you are not responsible for other adults and other adults feelings yes exactly so that's a big one because again I feel like a lot of times as the mom in the family I'm the one that also has to then ask my partner, okay, what do you want for Christmas? I need to give a list to my parents. I shouldn't have to do that. No, no. Or make a list of what I think that person wants. Yeah. Because they're like, you know me, you know me, just just tell them what I want. No. And it's so funny. I have family members coming to me and asking what my husband wants. And I'm like, he really doesn't want anything. He just wants you to come to like and hang out with him. That's it. Some people don't want gifts and that's okay. And you know what? And maybe again, their answer is something like, I don't want anything. I literally don't want anything. Can you make a donation in my name? Fine. That is totally fine. That goes back to the whole like, you don't have to open a gift. No, you don't have to open a gift. Like me, like I, I mean, you know, my thing with stuff. (laughs) Yep. I get overwhelmed with all this stuff. And honestly, I appreciate gift cards and stuff because it's not stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And you can use it for something else that's big that you want that is a little big to ask or for. like experiences or like Ooh, I love experiences or like I don't know gift certificate to a spa that I could use or you know something like that doesn't have to be the whole amount but you know experiences are good as yeah. well and it's cool to give kids experiences too so again like you are not responsible for other adults this no. is their wake-up call man this is it life skills and they may not be happy like honestly like if we're talking about this like when you set this boundary and you draw this line they may not be happy that's okay. Like expect them not to be happy. So oh, your appreciation, tell them that, hey, I am so appreciative that you are willing to do this for my kids. We're going to change things a little bit this year. It's for my own sanity. Yes. And keep it at that. It's okay. You you are allowed to say no. Yes. It's okay. Please say no. We're telling you it's okay. Yes. Say no. And if anybody yeah. gives you grief, you know what you tell them? Joanne and Bree told me to tell you no. Yep. I have this podcast. Go listen to the No Guilt Mom podcast, please. Send, send them the link to this podcast. Yes. Let them hear it too so they can understand why you're doing it this year. We're happy We're happy to explain it for you. We're happy to explain it. We yeah, will be in people's ears as much as you want us to be. Yes, as much as they will tolerate. <laughs> yes. So remember, the best mom is a happy mom. Take care of you and we will talk to you later. Thanks for stopping by. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? 
My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.